Come, Holy Spirit, come by the most powerful intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, your well-beloved spouse. And Mary said, from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Mary herself always rejoiced in God and and proclaimed his wonders and his mercy toward her. And today we honor and celebrate and rejoice in one of those great things that God did for Our Lady, assuming her body and soul into heaven so that she could fully experience in, in the fullness of her humanity in the glory of her Son in heaven. It's always so important that we keep in mind that everything that we believe about Mary is always directly related to and dependent upon what we believe about Jesus. That all of her privileges, all of her honors, all of the graces and gifts that God bestowed upon her are always because of her son and in relation to him and the role that God destined her to play in the mission of his son, in the redemption of humanity. And so Mary's assumption is kind of the corollary, it's the reflection of our Lord's ascension with an important difference. Jesus ascends into heaven by his own divine power. And so he is kind of active in ascending into heaven, whereas Mary is assumed into heaven by God, reflecting the fact that she is human, that it is not of herself or by her own power that she is able uh, to experience this gift from God. And so Mary kind of in a human way, right, experiences what Jesus went through both as God and man. Jesus ascends into heaven, body and soul. Mary is assumed into heaven, body and soul. But there's kind of an interesting thing that we don't quite talk about too much with Mary's assumption, but I think is worthy of of mentioning. What happened before Jesus ascended into heaven? Right? Well, obviously, okay, first he died, he was buried, he rose from the dead, and then ascended into heaven. Even though it's, it's not technically part of the dogma of the assumption, It is the common teaching throughout the history of the church, including mentioned by some popes and and many saints and doctors, that Mary herself would have followed that same path as her son. Mary did everything in union with her son. And so it is entirely reasonable and, and what is in fact most likely that Mary first died. Sometimes there's some confusion about that, whether or not she actually died. Even though it's not technically part of the dogma, again, it is the the common uh, teaching that Mary would have wanted to have been united with her son in death, not because she had to die. Remember, death was a consequence of original sin. Jesus himself did not have to die because of his own sin. He had no sin. He died for our sins. 
Well, Mary too had no sin. She did not have to die as a punishment for original sin. But she would have wanted to die because her son did. She would have wanted to follow her son in all things. So Pope Pius XII, when he declares this dogma of the Assumption, kind of alludes to Mary's death and and mentions how God did not leave her body in the tomb to experience decay. Well, we only bury people who have died. And even the, the preface of the Mass later, if you're paying attention, you'll hear reference to God not leaving Mary in the tomb to experience the decay that followed natural death. But because Mary herself was preserved from all stain of sin and the consequences of sin, God did not leave her body in the tomb, but she would have then resurrected as her son did and as all of us one day will. St. Paul mentioned that in the second reading, that Christ is the first to rise from the dead. But then after Christ, all of those who are in Christ will rise from the dead. Their bodies and souls will be reunited. And so it's entirely fitting that Mary would have been the first to experience this glorious resurrection, the reunion of her body and her soul, glorified in her son. And then she is assumed into heaven. And this is what we too hope for. This is what is in store and is the destiny of all those who believe in Christ. Yes, we will die. And then in Christ, at the end of time, we will be resurrected. Our bodies will be glorified. And we will share in that glory of heaven, body and soul. This is the destiny and the hope of all of us. And Our Lady has gone before us and we can rejoice that she now sits in heaven at the right hand of her son, body and soul in the fullness of her immaculate humanity. And she is there interceding for us, her children. And so we can rejoice this day and give thanks to Almighty God that he has given this privilege to our mother. And we can always turn to her with great confidence in her intercession.